Welcome back, everyone, to another incredible episode of Chat with Dan here. For today, I mean, what can I say? We have on the show the incredible, the amazing, the badass, the superstar, the legendary, the incredible Tina. Tina, how are you today? <laughs> oh, thank you for that wonderful intro. <laughs> um, yes, I'm doing absolutely fine. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I mean, what better way to have an incredible super day than to be chatting with someone as legendary and badass as you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, well, well uh, yeah, uh, back at yourself. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Now, before we start, I do want to thank those who are either listening to this or watching to this. Thanks so much. If you're new to the channel, on the description below, you're going to find all of Tina's social media. I mean, let's follow her. Let's make her viral. Hashtag Team Tina. She's incredible. And we're going to and we're gonna find out why she's amazing. Now, with that, with that being said, let's move forward here. So, let's start with the first question here on this incredible interview, which is, like, what drew you into acting in the first place? Like, was there a specific moment or experience in life that made you realize, you know what, this is going to be my uh, my passion now? Well, well, you know what? Um, I've always wanted to do this. It's been the only thing that I that I ever wanted. Um, I'm told by my parents, or was, um, when I was young, I was about three years old, and I, I basically went up to them and said, I, I want to go to dance classes. I want to be an actress and I, and I want to dance. Um, and uh, and they were like, okay, <laughs> three-year-old saying this. So obviously they ignored me um, just for just for a year, but then I kept going on about it. Um, and they, they then took me to dance. Uh, and then through that, obviously I found my way onto the stage. Um, and I think a lot of it, I, I remember my dad bought me lots of, um, videos on the the musicals so I used to watch a lot of Gene Kelly um you know Fred Astaire that those types of musicals um Singing in the Rain was a favorite um and I, I just used to love what I was seeing and I think it made me feel it just made me feel really good um and and I just knew so there you go <laughs> I love it that is incredible and Focusing a little bit more now into your acting career, tell me how do you approach? Yeah, like how do you approach getting into the mindset of character? I mean, do you have I don't know, like in a specific technique, or like what is your thing here? Yeah, so to get into character, I think what what I like to do first of all is um, get the script, and I like to go through the script and fully sort of dissect it, if you like. Um, I like to see what my character is saying, how they behave their actions, what they don't say, and then also what other characters say about them, um, because that can be very telling as well, you know. So I like to go through and do all of that, um, the the research on them, sort of the, uh, you know, the, the written research. I use a lot of um, Stanislavski mm -hmm. style techniques, like the who, what, where, why, how, and all of that, just to go through for, for that bit on the page. Um, and then once I've got that, and I know kind of who they are roughly externally, if you like, um, I'll then start to internalize it. Uh, so then that's when, you know, when you start rehearsals, well, sometimes you get rehearsals if, you, <laughs> if you're filming, do you? Yeah. Um, you get more rehearsals if you're, if you're doing a play. But um, I like to, you know, I'd, I'd rehearse by myself, say, at home um, and really find the character there and get into the psychology of the character and try to understand why they're making certain decisions um what's their uh, you know their main objective mm -hmm. overall um what are them what makes them tick um and, and i just like to really get fully 
into them and embody them and some of that you will only find I think when you're when you're with the other actors as well when you start getting the getting the script get the text on its feet um, and you start really bouncing the lines backwards and forwards um, and then you then you start to feel it I mm -hmm. think you start to then feel the emotion um, so yeah that's how I approach it <laughs> mm. I mean it's a whole other process of just learning your lines as some people might think right Oh God, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the bit that that bit you get that bit out of the way. Yeah. But as soon as you, yeah, that's the um, that can be the tedious part of it, I suppose. <laughs> Especially if you've got loads of lines. So as soon as you've got the lines down, though, and you know exactly what that is, then you can just forget about that. You don't have to mm -hmm. worry about the lines then, because the lines should then come naturally. Mm -hmm. Especially mm -hmm. if you're if a scene is really well written, um, yeah, and whatever the character is, the other character is saying back to you, it's your response is easy. Back to you, you should know what your character would say back mm -hmm. to them because you've studied, because you've studied your character, you're inside their head, you're now here. So you, I don't know, you put, you, like I keep saying, you, you feel it. You would then feel the response back. Mm. Um, but once the lines are learned, that's when you can really start to enjoy the role, I think. Okay. I like yeah. it. Now, Is there like a, a particular genre or type of character that you haven't portrayed yet, but at some you know at some point you would love to explore it in the in the near future? Yeah, well, there's probably there's probably there's lots of different characters I'd like to do, but um, I haven't done that much comedy, um, and I'd really like something. I mean, I I, I really enjoy comedy. I like watching comedy um, as well. Um, and the little that I have done of it, you always have sort of a, a great time mm. on set. It's a bit sort of lighter than, you know, than a, than a full on drama. But um, so that so that would be really nice to, to play something like that just just for just for fun, just because I love it. Yeah. But I'd really love to um, play a character where, you know, I really enjoy sci fi, um, but I like either dystopian worlds or sci-fi drama sci-fi crime mm, that's okay thing. yeah so something which is like that but really high stakes um where the character mm. is either they're either on the run from something or they have to discover something it's that constant you know you're you're discovering either about the world that you're in or about you know yourself mm -hmm. um, as you go through. so something like, like a cat and mouse type okay okay so yeah. so we're talking a little bit about like the whole cyberpunk genre right you know something like that dystopian yeah. future kind of like that yeah kind of like an alternate future mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. so those type of things i do I, i do find myself watching quite a bit of um of that sort of stuff okay is, yeah i think of um example things I, i don't know like going back like minority report that, mm -hmm. that thing that was I enjoyed that. Um, or you could even say, I'll, I'll tell you, <laughs> the the Hunger Games, actually. Okay. The character that, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, she plays Elizabeth Banks, that's it. Mm -hmm. uh, the character that she plays, I'd quite like to have a character like that as well. That's slightly off from what I just said I'd want to play, but... <laughs> <laughs> There's just too many roles that I'd wanted to to try, but yeah, so things like that or a bit grittier. Do you remember the Children of Men? Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah. So, mm -hmm. so that kind of vibe, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah. That was a really good movie, by the way. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was a really good one. I mean, I saw it once. Uh-huh. I mean, the first time I saw it, didn't pay too much attention to it. But then the second time I watched it, I was like, this is actually yeah. really good. <laughs> you know? It's one of those, isn't it? You watch it the first time and then you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And you think about it for a few weeks and go, no, no, I've got to come back and I've got, I've got, to, I've got to watch the other bits as well. And I, I just think the story's... Uh, it's very interesting. The yeah, it's concept. powerful. Yeah, the story has like a deep message to it that yeah, yeah it's a really great film. I did. You know, I think the problem was when I saw it the first time I saw it on TV and I was doing some other stuff and I was just, you know, sometimes it happens, right? That you will turn on the yeah, TV yeah. just to just for the noise of it while you were, I don't know, focusing on other stuff. And then the second time I did watch it, I would I didn't I was just like uh, scrolling down on uh, on Netflix, and then I saw Children of Men. I was like, "What is that film?" And then when I started seeing, it, I was like, "Wait a minute, this seems this seems familiar." And I was like, "Oh, okay, so that was the time that okay, so I watched that previously." I was like, "Okay, I'm 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 gonna watch it fully now." And then when I yeah. watched it fully, I was like, "Okay, this is this is actually really good." Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's great. <laughs> and tell me, have you ever had like a role that made a significant impact on you personally? And if it did. Did that affected you? Um, I think in terms of that, uh, I played. I, okay, so going back years, it was like my first sort of main role in a feature mm-hmm. film, and the film was a, a small independent movie. Um, and but it, but it was very challenging for me because it was my first big role like that, uh, and it was also very emotionally challenging as well. So there were, there were scenes like we were all locked in a room. It was that type of environment and things kept happening like psychologically to to uh, the different characters in there. And then I had a scene where I was, you know, sort of chained to a table being interviewed and, um, but about, sort of, you know, it, when, when, when we'd all kind of got to a point where we'd all reached a limit and we were all sort of pushed to a limit. Um, and I think, this particular role, what it made me realize actually as an actress was just how much you have to um, kind of sort of um, lose yourself in a role, how much you have to dedicate yourself to that part and and to that, to make it real Mm -hmm. and believable and to really feel it. Um, So, you know, obviously, when you, when you're drama school or when you're in training, you you do do those exercises. But this was a whole sort of you know month or so of filming something very intense, and I I feel like I kind of went really deep into it, um, and and yeah, and it and it made me sort of I I remember you know at drama school they would say oh you know you can't have any inhibitions as an actor and mm-hmm. blah blah blah, and I sort of. I remember thinking, okay, you know, but I didn't really know what that meant until I was in this situation where I was like, actually, I can't have any inhibitions. I've got to be vulnerable here. And I've got to really embrace this situation um, in order for this to come off as as believable. Um, and I think just being in that situation and, put, and dropping myself into it, um, it did for a couple of weeks after it was like, it does have a... a an effect on you mm-hmm. um, you know so yeah lots of <laughs> lots of meditation after yeah that to, yeah I to, bet, to I bet. That, um, yeah to shake off that character but yeah 
that was um that was a good lesson actually for mm -hmm. me too um okay. in understanding just how yeah how challenging Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I mean, it it happens sometimes, you know. It, it's I think it's inevitable, right? That when you are, yeah, when you are presenting a character, perhaps something about that character had clicked on you more as other characters you have done in the past. So I can understand like that kind of separation after it yeah. might be a little bit. Um, I, I wouldn't say difficult, but perhaps like. Um, you know what? Yeah, I will say with difficult. So yeah, 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 <laughs> it can. Um, but yeah, it's just um, it's just how you how you deal with it afterwards. You know, obviously every every character is going to have an impact on you. I think every character that you play, mm -hmm. because you discover something about, you know, a person from a, a different walk of life to you, um, and you have to understand them in order to embody that that mm -hmm. person. So you you learn a lot about them and you also learn about yourself in in this sort of two-way process with this imaginary yeah. <laughs> you know character that you're you're bringing to life <laughs> um so yeah i think every, every character you play does have some kind of impact on you mm. okay yeah it's, in, it's yeah i find that interesting anyway. <laughs> mm -hmm. and how you handle the pressure and expectations that comes when you are about to play a character to be, I suppose to be honest, I try not to think about, or I try not to dwell on that too much. I try not to, uh, because I think that can hinder your um, your discovery of the character um, and your performance. If you're too busy thinking about, you know, oh my God, uh, uh, how am I going to play this right? You know, am I going to say this right? Am I mm -hmm. going to please the director? Am I blah, blah, blah? You can get so overwhelmed um, that, you know and preoccupied with that that you actually forget what you're there to do and then your performance won't be real um or authentic because you're too busy being out out here you know rather than in here um but i suppose what i try to do to get out of that is i i do like to make sure i'm prepared for it um make sure i understand exactly what the process is going to be and maybe how the director likes to work um, so I know what the setup's going to be when I get there to prepare myself as mentally, uh, sort of mentally before I, I get sort of on set or wherever. Um, and then, you know, on, on the day I make sure I do a little bit of a morning meditation <laughs> or mm -hmm. some deep breathing and just kind of settle, settle on my, you know, all my nervous energy right down and, and just go and try and do my job, I suppose. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. And what do you enjoy the most about this whole process of bringing a character to life? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's just it, isn't it? It's, it's the process of it. It's, it's yeah. discovering that character. It's just, it's discovering them and who they are and what makes them tick. Um, and you, you don't find all that out in one go, you know, because when you first initially read the script, it's like, that's your... You know that's that's like your first sort of dry read. You're like, okay, you you try to take it all in, and then when you start getting into the nitty gritty of the story and the character and the other characters, um, and you're teasing out all these little bits of information about who you are, as in your character, who, the, who they are. Um, that's when it all kind of it all starts fitting together mm -hmm. um, and slotting together, and and 
and it's really enjoyable to you're, you're almost like out having an out-of-body experience so you're sort of watching the character grow but you're growing yourself in discovering all this information about them um so yeah that, that's what i enjoy there you go all right and how you continue to challenge yourself and at the same time grow as an actor Well, I suppose continually challenging myself, it's it's difficult because obviously, and we all know this as actors, uh, we're not always working <laughs> and we have lots of gaps over the year. Yeah. Um, so it's, the, yeah, um, as with, I think, you know, most freelancers really. Um, so it's finding ways in those gaps to, you know, either maybe take a couple of workshops or, do a few classes or if you can't do that or you can't afford that then you know just just get a text or a monologue and challenge yourself to to I don't know learn that monologue in you've, you've got you've got an hour go learn that monologue mm -hmm. just so you can keep your you know your memory like sharp um because because it has to be if you you know you might you might have uh, a script that you've got to learn in a few days because you know you're last minute getting cast and you know you, you need to get it down so that's why you need to keep your memory well practiced mm -hmm. um in that sense so i would say if you can't afford to do works or if i can't you know or, or even fit it in if i don't have the time to do the workshops or the classes or the courses then i try to do that other stuff at home um and also just just watching films as well i think if you, if you watch films that you maybe have got actors or actresses in that you admire um, or inspire you you know just watching them or and saying oh okay what what about their performance here did mm -hmm. I like what makes their performance work for me um, how can I use this you know so so there's lots I suppose lots you do maybe without realizing that you are keeping yourself um, challenged mm -hmm. um, you know and lots of ways you can grow without attending classes as an actor. Okay. People watch. I people watch as well. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you do that, but um, <laughs> I find it really interesting. I find I can use, sometimes use some of that. In, uh... There you go. Okay. Now let's say, you know what, that one day I call you and I tell you that I want to become an actor. Now here's the thing. I have zero experience. So based on what you know, what do you think that it would be a good place for me to start? Good place for you to start as an actor with no experience. Um, I would say, first of all, ask yourself why you want to move into acting. Yeah. Um, if it's just because you heard that you might uh, make loads of money and uh, you want to be famous, um, then I would say, okay, maybe, maybe reconsider. <laughs> what it is you actually want to yeah, do of course. <laughs> yeah but if you're if you're sort of dead set on you, you want to go into it you've had no experience it doesn't it doesn't matter that that no experience thing doesn't matter what matters is is that you're willing to put the work in mm. um so i would say if you want to you know if you if you want to go into theater for example probably take some classes in in voice work uh because you'll need to be able to project when you get into those classes i would say take take a few classes or workshops anyway and there's loads of stuff online that that you can do that you can start to you know um 
look at and practice with them on YouTube or whatever at home. Um, so I would say, look at doing that. If you want to get more into film, then that's, again, classes are great, um, but you've got to start somewhere. And I do think, you know, you get a lot of experience and you get the best type of experience and learning and training on a film set. So put yourself out, out there, get onto film sets. Um, if you want to just know how the whole thing works and is put together, there's no harm in just joining a few extras agencies just to be on set and to get familiar with the language that's used, mm -hmm. that, you know, the terminology and all of that. So you're not, so when you do actually get cast in a role, it's not completely alien to you and that's not going to throw you. Okay. Um, so you could do that, but then obviously that's not going to help you move forward. Not over here, actually, in, in the UK as a, as a, as an actor per se, I think you need, you still need a few um, classes or try and get into short films, see mm. what you can get, like a, a sort of uh, sign up to a few websites where you can put your profile, such as Backstage or Mandy or those sort of things, and get a basic profile on there, get some headshots done and just get it up there and then you can start applying for roles. Um, but yeah, that I think that's my... <laughs> but I know that it's going to be tough. It is going to be tough and difficult. doesn't matter if you're an experienced actor or you've never had any experience. The whole industry is quite um, hard mm. to, to break and to crack. And there's a, there's a lot of ups and downs. So just be, be prepared for that. Yeah. And to get told no a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So basically, no, there. Sorry. <laughs> so basic. So so basically, it's make sure you're doing it for the for the right reasons, taking acting classes, mm -hmm. and make yeah. sure you are prepared to handle rejection. Yes. Yeah. Um, and with the rejection, don't. It's easier said than done, but try not to take it personally. Yeah, of course. Yeah, because there are so many people that are going to be applying for that one job, um, and there's so many different reasons as to why you might not get that job mm -hmm. you know it's um as you as you've probably heard actors and, and that say before but it's like a casting director has to put together this whole jigsaw puzzle of a cast and make sure that everyone is going to gel with each other and every, everything links together properly so mm -hmm. it might mm -hmm. not be it, it's never all about you um if you've done the best job that you can and you and you know that then it that it's not about you it's about other other stuff you know other reasons so there you go all right i'll take into consideration all of that that sounds like a plan <laughs> now what has been the most important lesson that you have learned throughout your whole acting career so far i think i might have just touched on it actually um yeah yeah i did just touch on it knowing that it, it's it's never always about you why you haven't got a role um like i said if you've done the best you can then that's that's the best that you can do you know there's nothing else for you to give it's it's other other reasons why you might not be suitable for that role but it doesn't mean that you're not not good it mm. just means for that particular part, you know, um, you're not 
you're not quite right. Um, and I would think what, what I've learned is <laughs> I, I've learned patience <laughs> with uh, over, over the years, um, you know, because there's a, you, you, you want things to happen. You want everything to happen like right now. And oh, if you don't get a job, you're like, oh no, why didn't I get that job? And I think I've just got to, just got to sit back, relax a bit about it. Um, and I have patience to know that that job wasn't right for me, but something probably is coming up for me and it will come up for you. Um, you've just got to have that, you've got to have belief in yourself. Mm. Without that belief in yourself, you know, you, you might as well give up um, because sometimes you're going to be the only person that will keep you motivated or will, will pick yourself up um, for, for whatever reason. So you have to have that that self-belief. I like it. That's, that's yeah, I mean, that's a life lesson over there. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Now, what do you think it's kind of the biggest misconception that people have about actors? I think I... <laughs> Maybe one of the biggest misconceptions people have about acting is that it's easy mm. um, and that and that anyone can do it. Um, and I, I just, maybe, you know, maybe the acting part is, maybe that tiny little bit of, you know, you get your script and you do your acting role. Maybe a lot of people could do that. Um, but that's not the whole picture for the acting life, for the acting industry. Um, there's all the all the gaps in between when you're not performing or you haven't got a job. There's all the knockbacks and setbacks that you get when you're getting rejected like twice, three times a week. Um, and you have to be able to deal with that. You know, um, there's when you've actually got the job, yay, which is great, um, and you're on set and you're doing 12, 14 hour days on on set. Uh, with a few little breaks in between, but maybe it's the middle of winter mm -hmm. and maybe, you know, it's freezing cold and the heating's just broke and, you know, um, all these things that you don't actually hear about um, as as much or, or that maybe people that have no experience of the industry, I don't suppose they would think about those types of situations that you might be in, but it's it's not glamorous um it's <laughs> it's really glamorous you know um for for lots of different reasons so yeah i would say that people thinking it's it's an easy career choice when mm -hmm. you know it's it's challenging mentally emotionally physically yeah all of it <laughs> yeah just all of it and you're like oh. <laughs> right yeah i mean i can understand that and also it's interesting because, but i do think that perhaps that is kind of the media's fault you know, because they're showing, you know, the red carpets, the award shows, the old, you know, like all that glamour. And it it's understandable that some people might think that for actors, they have it easy. But once you start to see a little bit about what's behind of it, you know, like all the time they had to do auditions, all the, you know, like oh, all the time they had to, uh, they got canceled, uh, you know, or they got rejected. That That's the word, you know, things like that. All the yeah. hours and hours they have to put to acting, to acting classes, to additions to all of it when you take a look on that and then you're like okay now that makes sense you know and then you discover that that 
that that part, as I was saying before, the glamour and everything, it's just, as you said, like a tiny, tiny, tiny piece of all of the things that you have, that there's behind of it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. You know, with them, it's how the media, it's how they want to portray the mm-hmm. industry, you know, because people like seeing all the glamour as well, don't they? They 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 like to, you know, look at people on the red carpet and look at the, the outfits and things like that. Um, but that's that's literally it's it's like here you know you've got like there's the tip of the iceberg is there and then they don't see all the mm-hmm. other massive sort of mass of chunk of ice of hard work underneath the water that and that is what you know that's what you've had to go through to get to here to this little bit um so it's yeah it's it's a misconception um but you know, I think I think maybe maybe people are becoming more aware of it now as mm-hmm. we've got, you know, uh, more people willing to talk about the behind the scenes stuff, um, and how hard the struggle is to actually get to, mm-hmm. um, you know, a certain position. Um, but also, I mean, you've got, you know, there's different different levels of of actors as well. So if you think of an actor, we we sometimes immediately go to Hollywood, like in our heads, it conjures up that idea of you know, all, all this glamour, you know, and how glamorous Hollywood is and and how everyone's earning a million pounds a day and, <laughs> you know, and all of that for their films. When yeah. actually you've got all the other, all the other projects that get made, all the independent films and short films and movies and, um, I don't know, the, all your, your theatre uh, jobs as well. So, and, and actors are working in, in all of that too, you know, which is a, it's really it's really tough mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah okay and if you could give one word to describe the feeling when you either step on stage or in front of the camera which word yeah which word would it be it's hard isn't it <laughs> what only one word mm-hmm. um so i think stepping on stage i would say that is I find that exhilarating, stepping onto stage. Um, you've, you've got that nervous excitement going on, bubbling up when you're there. And then as, as soon as you step on, you know, it's, it, well, actually what happens for me, that I get all those feelings in the wings. So I'm exhilarated, I'm nervous, I'm excited. <laughs> this is in the wings. And then as soon as I step on stage, I'm just I'm into the the character. It's almost like it goes whoosh, and you you've then release all of that um sort of that anxiety almost <laughs> that nervous tension goes and then you walk on into it. Um but yeah, exhilarating. And the same for for a film set, but that's more you don't get that immediate uh it's it's nerves in a different way mm-hmm. because on stage it's it's live. You know, you can't keep doing your retakes. And the audience is right there. You can see their faces looking at you. <laughs> um, so that I find that a different type of nervousness to when I step onto a film set. Um, and, I, and I get a buzz when I'm on a, yeah, buzz. That's what I get from a film set when I'm there. Mm. Feel that. And then when it's time for my scene, I'm obviously prepared. I should be in character anyway at that point. And then and then we go into it. But yeah, exhilarating, fuzzy. <laughs> okay, I'll take him. Yeah. <laughs> now, if your life were a sitcom, 
what would be the title of it? But also, who would you, yeah, who would play the fictional version of yourself? Who would play me? Um, so I think my life, my life is a sitcom. It would be something like, so, so yeah, I'll try to think about this. It would be something like, um, you missed the shortcut or the shortcut was that way. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I think that would pretty much sum it up. Uh, I don't know who would play me. Um, gosh, who do you think would play me? I don't know. <laughs> I have one. Go on. That go just. On. What about Kate Blanchett? Who? Sorry. Uh, Kate Blanchett. Oh, Kate. Oh, yes. Okay, she could play me. Thank you. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Okay, she'll play me. And it's called You Missed the Shortcut. <laughs> mm -hmm. There you go. I like yeah. it. You know what? That would be that would be an, an interesting show already. Mm. Oh. I'll see that so. happening. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll get right in. Sounds, that sounds like a plan. We'll, we'll bounce it back and forward. Let's see what we can do. All right. Now, let's say that they're going to make... Yeah, like, they're, they're going to make this film, which goes that all of the characters you have played at the moment... They're all gonna gather to celebrate your birthday, but here's right. the thing: that film needs a name. So how should we call it? Right, celebrate my birthday. Okay, so we would either have something like thinking of all the thinking of all the characters I've played. Um, leave your weapons at the door. <laughs> I'll explain in a minute. Or it would have to be something like. Um, uh, keep calm and eat cake mm. yeah because thinking of the, the the types of roles that i've played um they're all you know they're, they're not not that they're violent some of them are violent but they've all more or less got a weapon uh a gun or an axe or right. you know they're they're kind of they're ready for a mm. bit of a fight mm -hmm. or for a challenge you know I've, uh, I've played a couple of detectives and, and or played a soldier and those sort of things um so they would all be they would all be up for it it wouldn't be a very fun birthday party put it that way mm. <laughs> it would, uh, yeah yeah it'd be tense it'd be intense i'll take it that sounds interesting <laughs> so kind of a mix like a dark comedy yeah i think so mm. i love dark okay. comedy you mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay that, that. yeah and tell me what can we expect from you in the future well um hopefully <laughs> more uh more visibility should okay. i say on uh on screen i've got um there's a couple of movies actually that um will be released that i'm in next year um and it's just by chance they're both going to be out at the same time, even though the, the, the time it took to film are sort of over different periods. One was two years ago and one was last year. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, they'll they'll both be coming out next year. So, um, and in fact, I had a casting crew screening on last Friday for one of them. Um, so we got an update on that and... Uh, and it was great. They've got a LA sales agent now, and I think they're really pushing that way. And it's got into several 
festivals. So I think, you know, hopefully through that, it will, you know, lead to, to more work for, well, not just me, but everybody in it, because it is a, it's a really good film. Um, so hopefully, I, and I'd, I really want to do more, more film work. Um, I do motion capture as well. So having a bit more motion capture too, that would be great. <laughs> that's got that's awesome. I like it. Yeah. All right. And my last question: mm -hmm. If we let let's say we're gonna make a film out okay. of the episode we just did right now. Oh. But you know what is gonna happen? We need a title. So how should we call it? Oh God. Um. This one. This is tricky. Uh, something like. Keep climbing. Keep yeah. climbing? Keep climbing. Like, keep okay. going. Or something like that. Or, what would it be? What would it be? It would be, stop using your hands, Tina. Uh, no, it's not, that's not the title of it. It would be, um, like, fly or fall. Like, it's, it's just, I don't know, keep going. Keep, keep pushing. It's something, something like that. Yeah. Mm. Believe in yourself. Keep, keep, yeah. I can't be something a bit better. I'm sure I can put that more concisely. With, with what about what about if if we use the title you said before, which was "Keep Calm and, and Eat Cake"? <laughs> keep calm and eat cake. Yeah, I love it. I love that. You know, <laughs> it's interesting. It's catchy. You know. Yeah. No, I like that. And who doesn't love cake? You know. There you go. Yeah. All right, we have a title already because it, because that's going to be the, the title for this episode. So, oh, fabulous! Oh, we'll use that then. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. There you and go. It's very British. It's very British, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I love it. Keep calm and drink tea. Is, is normally that. <laughs> I love it. And uh, I mean, at the end, what can I say? You know, it's incredible what you do. It's amazing the fact that you keep doing it. That that um that you keep pursuing it. You know, especially on this kind of difficult, weird times that we are having right now. The fact that you are focusing on on what you love that you're achieving it, making it happen. I mean, I think that's proof enough to show people that at the end, you can make it happen. You know, that, that at the end, everything's possible, that yeah, there is a challenge to it. But I think that is that is kind of a, that's life. You know, that, that is, in everything you want to do, there's going to be a challenge, yes or yes. You know, it's inevitable. So, um, so yeah, it's incredible what you do. And I'm super sure that our next conversation will be about the multiple thousands of thousands of projects you've been in because, you know, it's inevitable. So Let's hope so, yes. Nice, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I also want to thank those who stayed the whole conversation. Thank you so much. As I said in the beginning, on the description below, you're gonna find all of Tina's social media. I mean, now we find out. I mean, now we found out why she's a total badass. So now let's follow her and let's make her viral. Hashtag Team Tina. And again, Tina, thank you so much for making this happen. Keep killing it out there. Keep keep rocking. Keep shining. And um, I'll see you in the next one. Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. <laughs>